Holly G with the Golf Insiders with one of our favorites, LPGA club teaching professional and Hall of Famer, Kay McMahon, joining us today. And Kay, I'm in the middle of, uh, well, no, not in the middle, just started your five-session webinar. And uh, this is just fantastic what you've been offering um, to golfers during this pandemic through the beauty of technology. And um, our first session was on putting. And so I'd, I'd like to provide our listeners a, a little bit of uh, your tips on putting. And uh, I guess my, my first question is, why in the heck don't we spend more time on the putting green? <laughs> you know the old saying, putt for dough. And yet we just want to go hit hit the big clubs. I know during this you know pandemic and time off, it's it's been it's been good for me. I've been practicing my putting. It's something you can do at home, and uh, I've had a a great little uh, city course near my house that's had the putting green open, so I've been able to practice. But what are your thoughts on that? And how can we get people to spend more time on their putting? Well, you're, you're always sweet. You always make me smile with your introductions of me. So I think it's, it's, it's just great. And it's always a pleasure to be with you, Miss Holly G. Um, putting. I think um, I think we actually should teach the game from the hole backwards rather than the tee forward. Um, because if you really think about what par is all about, it's it's 72. But that means that there's certain, there should be 36 putts and 36 big strokes that we all spend our time trying to get to the green. Part of that's important, but I think if anybody really wanted to lower their, their handicap or their scores, you start at the at the putting green and uh, and you work your way back from there. Um, I think one of the biggest things about tour players is what makes them different is that, well, if you watched uh, Tiger and Rory last week and they kept missing greens and missing greens, well, Tiger didn't, but everybody else did, but uh, their putting is extraordinary. And, uh, and I think most amateurs could start there. Um, so yeah, we start our webinars with putting. It's a five week course. Uh, we have found that people are gonna be taking it a second time because they found it so good that they come from a point of understanding. But the five weeks include, we first start out with putting, work our way into chipping, work our way into pitching, and then we get to full swing uh, last because as we say, and one of my mentors always said, the golf swing is the same from the putter all the way to the driver. So if you understand putting, you're going to understand your driver better. I was always taught that as well. Uh, as a junior, I um, started my golf lessons under Craig Harmon, one of the famous Harmon yes. brothers. And um, he always said the same thing. And, and that's what I thought was so interesting about doing your webinar, because that's where you started. So one of the first things you talk about is the center of contact, which I think, you know, more often we think about hitting it square with our, you know, woods and our irons, but it's so important with your putter. Well, you're absolutely right. And then th that's where you really start to learn that um, the biggest, the number one principle of the golf swing is whatever your hands do, that actually operates the club head or the club. So if you first understand your hand and not have to understand a huge motion, you understand of, of how you're hitting in the center. In a big swing, in a full swing, if you're off a quarter of an inch, you're going to lose somewhere between 5 to 20 yards in distance and direction. So in a putting stroke, if you understand what square means not only to your target line, but also in keeping the club face, which 
as you'll as you'll tease people with in in our first you're going to share our webinar or the, the PDF of I always talk about the face having to stay as perpendicular to the ground as possible. Most people talk about it as trying to stay uh, square to the line, but it's really keeping it um, perpendicular to the ground for as long as you can. That way, then you're going to hit center to center. So we tend not to talk about the putting stroke as a pendulum. It really gives a false impression of, of a pendulum. Um, we talk about it as the club head is going to be making an arc, but it's not the, the, the fulcrum point is not the tip of the putter, but it's, it's keeping your back hand in extension, which means your back wrist stays slightly bent or your palm stays pretty perpendicular to the ground. Yeah, then, I, I can relate to that because... Um... You know, I, I grew up being a quote-unquote pendulum putter. You know, you often heard rock your shoulders, and I know you have a different point of view on all that. Well, definitely. I seem to have a couple different points of view. I think if you no, I know this. If your hands operate correctly, okay, which is the handle of the club, you're, actually your shoulders rock because they're attached. If I teach shoulders, then I start to, everybody starts to look like a ding-dong bell. And you don't have any feel for distance. And every putt is 99% distance. People talk about reading greens. Well, the, the, big, the biggest part about reading green is, is how fast or how slow is it? What's the actual speed? Um, so if you operate your hands or the handle of the putter correctly, your shoulders do rock. But by, in teaching that, you get a completely different um, result. Uh, no feel for distance and or direction. It changes too too often. And when we, we also do videos um, of demonstrations and you'll of, of the putting stroke, and you'll see that if I operate my hands correctly, my shoulders are absolutely working like everybody said, but I'm not operating it from my shoulders. Um, what's your feeling about you know all these different grips that the pros now use from? You know, we're, we're way beyond just a traditional grip. You know, some go left hand low. You know, we know there's the claw. How does the grip impact putting? Well, what they're trying to do with left hand low or, or your lead hand low, because we can, we can talk about left hand golfers too, would be their right hand would be low, or the claw grip, or um, what I've used for years, I think what Tiger uses is what we call a reverse overlap. You put your, your and for a right-handed golfer, your whole right hand on the club and you get more of a feel. Left hand low or the claw, what they're really trying to do is to try to keep their wrist out of it. So they're trying not to bend that forward wrist because what that does is the putter head then comes up and almost kind of tops the ball and the ball actually bounces. Um, so by keeping the face or that le your forward hand, the wrist, more flat, you're actually making the putter head swing up and you're giving the ball top spin. And as we talk about in the workshop, if you have top spin, then it doesn't spin out. You can hit the actual either edge of the club cup and it'll go in, which makes the hole two thirds bigger. You don't always have to hit the center. You can hit either edge and it'll go in rather than, you know, I know sometimes it spins out and then you swear at the superintendent that he cut it crooked. Yes. <laughs> or, or, or too sharp. Or too sharp, exactly right. Um, and in today's pandemic um, era, we're actually the ball doesn't hit the bottom, and now it hits, hits the noodle, but it still gets in the cup, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. So, yeah, 
people, I mean, we just did a webinar this morning on Q&A with Kate um, this morning, and uh, this lady said, as long as I do what you told me to do about putting, the ball always goes in. When I don't do what you tell me to do, she said, I miss it by a mile. So <laughs> she's definitely changed her, her whole philosophy in putting stroke with, well, with very good results. We know a lot of times people talk about difficulty reading the greens. And with your focus on distance and direction, how does this help people? As you say, it's really more about, you know, your, your technique uh, than necessarily getting the, you know, getting the right read, would you say? Right, well, as soon as you first get the technique and not worry about the distance or direction, by technique, you're learning to get centered ball to the center of the code base. Once you hit center to center, then you can vary the length of your swing because then you're going to be able to judge the distance better. But if you're always hitting either up on it or topping the, even topping a putt just a little bit, you can never tell how big a swing or short of a swing you're going to take. So I tell people, first, when you work on technique, don't aim at a hole. Get on a putting green and just work on seeing what you and the putter are doing. Then after you feel like you hit it solid, or it, it, it's interesting because people even say, oh, my gosh, it sounds better because it sounds more solid. Then start two feet away from the hole, then work to three feet away from the hole, then go back to four feet. Um, so there's different drills of working on just uh, the, the distance factor. But you're going to find that if you're doing this technique, what we call it, as you start to roll the ball better, the ball's actually going to roll farther. So anybody that says to me, I'm coming up short all the time, that tells me they're not rolling the ball better. Now, when you start to roll the ball better, then you'll be able to take a shorter swing, which then it makes you more accurate. So it all, it all works very, very well. Well, what I love about your program, Golf 8.5, is the simplicity in which you approach the whole golf swing, as you say, right down from the driver to the putter. And one of the things you focus on, the first four steps, you call G-CAP, which is Grip, Club Head, Alignment, Posture. And what's very interesting in, you know, taking this, this webinar and practicing the first piece for my putting was that I had noticed I wasn't doing G-CAP with my putting. You know, I was, I've been really good with my setup routine with the big swing, but it's so important with your putting. Well, what helps with your putting, especially G-CAP stands for the, the order that you do something and you first grip the club. Then you step in, set the club head on the ground, and what you're really doing then is aiming it. And then you align your feet. Most amateurs align their feet first, then they put the club on the ground, and then they grip it. So you're out of order, um, as the judge would say. Um, so what you, by doing the, the G-cap system, you're developing a pre-shot routine, which is going to go all the way up to your driver, and you'll find that your speed of play happens. But... In, especially in putting, what it really does is it really helps you to aim the putter head rather than setting your feet first. So it's vital that you actually to do to do that, and it, it helps. So by setting the club down, it tells you where to stand as opposed to standing and then setting the club down. So it's, again, I'll always say it's out of order. Makes perfect sense. And by stepping in and setting the club down, especially in putting, you just can see the line so you know, so much better. Exactly. It's, it's you exactly. know, again, too simple for complicated minds, but uh, certainly, <laughs> you know, like you said, then you have the distance perfectly from the ball 
and your posture as you preach becomes automatic. Correct. And then, uh, right, the ball position is taken care of, however far it stands from the ball, and your aim is 100% better. You know, one thing that you mentioned earlier about how to read greens is people get very complicated about aim point or plumb bobbing or whatever they're going to do. And I say, just pretend you have a garden hose as opposed to a fire hose, and you want to get the ball, the water to get in the hole. So where would you have to aim it to get it, and how hard would it have to be? You don't want the fire hose thing because then it won't take the break. So you just, you know, for all the gardeners out there, just feel like you've got, you know, you can imagine what it would feel like again. People always say to me, too, I always have trouble with my second putt. And I go, it's not your second putt that's the problem. It's your first putt. You're not getting your first putt close enough. So you want to feel like the, the hole's like a bullseye, and you want to get a, get it in a three-foot circle around that hole, and then all you have left is a two- or three-foot putt. Well, as a little teaser to anyone listening, uh, you provide some great drills as part of the first session of your webinar, which are terrific and really can be done anywhere, uh, as, as well as some videos and, um, and a, a little teaser into session, the second session, which is chipping. Uh, so tell our listeners how uh, they can participate. You've also got some fun drills for home practice. Definitely. Putting and chipping, you can do a lot of home practice. And so they can always go to my website, uh, which is Education Golf, which you have to put the E-D-U-K-A-Y, T-I-O-N golf.com. Um, there'll be links on there. And I know when you're going to put this out today, because uh, you're going to share with the listeners our power deck that we did and some videos. Um, we also have our YouTube channel, which again is Education Golf. Uh, that they can subscribe to and do it there. If you can't find any of the links, just remember you can always email me, k at educationgolf.com, and, and we'll discuss whatever you want to do, and we'll send you the links personally. And what's amazing to anyone listening is that you have been so generous to golfers all across the country. You're offering this webinar, Five Lessons with Hall of Fame instructor Kay McMahon, Listen up, listeners, my loyal listeners, for Golf Insiders, only $49. So uh, that is, my gosh, Kay, um, <laughs> that's quite a value you're providing. And uh, just, uh, we so appreciate it. This is, uh, for golfers, technology has really made this pandemic a time that we can continue to work on our games. And uh, the first, first step is putting for dough. That's exactly right. That's where the money is made. So, yes, and you've been very generous to su support this. We're doing this special for your listeners at Golf Insiders. Um, so it is $49, and it's the deal of a lifetime. So, And we will guarantee you will get better. It's always guaranteed. Yep, and she's got a couple of new sessions starting. So uh, two, two new ones. She offers different time slots. So, you know, afternoon, there's an evening one starting next week. Uh, Kay provides these weekly uh, PowerPoint presentations as well as videos of the Zoom sessions. So even if you miss one, you don't miss out. So can't say enough about, and, you know, Kay, as you can tell, is just an amazing, fun, dynamic teacher and presenter. So uh, I know it's helping my game. And I know it'll help yours too. Kay McMahon, thank you so much. 
You're welcome, Holly G. It's always a pleasure talking to you, and we look forward to hearing more from your listeners.